Hello, my name's Gregory Wilker. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Live with Greg. Today is November 17th, 2019, and last night I learned that my podcast had way exceeded the resources I have to keep it alive as a video podcast. So I am actively working to move it to an audio podcast. The video is still available on my website, gregorywoker.com, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Live with Greg. Thanks for your support. Thanks for inviting me to your show today, Greg. Thanks for uh, volunteering to be on it. No problem. Anything for my brother. Right cool. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was thinking people might like be surprised to learn we're brothers. Yes, yeah. we are. Definitely brothers for, yeah. I don't know, about 30 years now, I guess. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Because the kind of shit we went through makes you brothers. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely, Greg. Wow. Yeah, 30 long years. Uh, no complaints, and I have nothing but love for you. Thank you. Good, yeah. All right. I don't really have a plan. You don't have no plan? No. Oh, Jesus, let's see. Well, let's think of something. Well, I know we won't talk about is that night on Stowe Island in San Francisco when we woke up with uh, two fingers of tequila and a bottle of dirt, and we have no idea how we got on the island in the first place. In a car, right? Yeah, in my girlfriend's car, yeah. All right, let's not talk about okay, that. We won't talk about that. Yeah, we won't talk about, uh, definitely won't talk about uh, wild parties at my parents' house when they were on vacation. Can't talk about that. Yeah, let's not talk about yeah, that. Okay, well, yeah. can't talk about cutting school. No. No, can't talk about that. Let's no, see. No. Let's see, what can we talk about then? All right, <laughs> not something this might be kind of risky. Okay, but, you know, let's risk it. All okay, right? yeah. All right, let's talk about anger. Okay, okay, right. anger. Because I've been thinking about anger. Okay, you know, yeah. recently. Uh, you have any thoughts come to mind? Anger. Let's see. I actually took an anger management course about I don't know how old is my oldest? Twenty-one. So about fifteen years ago, as a result of verbally threatening somebody. We won't mention any names. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep that on still yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Can't talk about that. <laughs> but I did do an anger management class, and it was quite interesting because actually anger stems from, I guess, insecurities or uh, uh, not knowing what to do with your emotions at the time. So something happens in your brain, and you become angry because you're just out of control. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to respond. You don't know how to cope with the situation. And so one of the defense mechanisms that the human body has is anger. All right. So that's interesting because when you talk about insecurities, what I feel is fear. Right. I don't feel anger. Right. Like I go to fear. But you would say that an individual, like that's the flight or fight. Right. 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 You're either going to fight or you're going to flee. Right. And I'm more wired to flee. That's fine. That's people are, some people are hardwired to do that. Some people get angry because they're fearful. You know, fear can lead to anger. Like, oh, I'm afraid of you, but I don't want to be afraid of you. And I don't want to show fear, so I'm going to be angry with you. And I, I want to fight, you know, even though I'm scared. 
right. you know, so like that could be, you know, but flee is could be a survival instinct from way back in ancient times when it's like that beast is bigger than me, I'm going to run <laughs> to, to survive. And I think the truth, what the way we want to live, the way people want to live, is beyond both of those. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah, you want to be over, over those primal instincts of fear and anger and, and become more human, I say, I, that's my own opinion, and learn how to cope and compromise. You know, as I get older, I've learned that compromise over anger is quicker and easier and obviously less volatile and actually more productive. Now, have you found that the energy, like the source of anger, let's say, because there's a lot of energy contained in that, yes. can be tapped into in a productive manner? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I use, you know, I don't get angry at so much anymore, but when I do feel anxiety, um, I'll go for a walk. You know, I happen to be in a blessed position to live next to a lake, so I go run around the lake until I'm not mad anymore, you know. <laughs> and that usually calms down the other night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, really, you know, it's like, ah, okay, run, you know. You just run around the lake and spin in circles for 30 minutes and then I'm better, you know. You know, I mean, the problem isn't really solved, but at least the negative emotion is there. It put myself in a more logical, rational state of mind for me to think about how I, how do I come to a conclusion or solution, you know, to the problem that's making me angry. All right. So, do you find that the situation from which you were angry, mm-hmm. and like you could say, you fucked up, you you fucked me over, you know, whatever it is, right. and then you can run around the lake and see that same situation mm-hmm. in a different manner, like, oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Most definitely, yes. Yeah, actually, while, <laughs> while running in circles, you actually can look at the situation from a spherical standpoint, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> running around in circles gives you, like, every possible angle of that situation, like, what if I do this, or I could do this, or why did they do this, or why didn't I do this, and it's like, you're just spinning around and spinning around, and all of a sudden, you realize how stupid this thing is, <laughs> and then once that, don't you succumb to the ignorance of anger, then rationality pops out, you know, and, and then, like, oh, logic kicks in, it's like, oh, wow, okay, solution. Or, you know, you may not have it right then and there, but at least you're now in the state of mind to be able to try to look for a solution to the problem, you know. Have you had an instance where there was something where you thought you were absolutely right about it? I am right about this, mm-hmm. and I have a right to be angry, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> you take a break, and you come back, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Well, no, if I'm absolutely right, I'm not going to back up. <laughs> so really, yeah. No, no but what no, if you're, but have you had an instance where you realize you're not absolutely right? No. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm not going to argue unless I'm absolutely right. Yes. Right, most definitely. And not, right. and not arrogant people. It's just that if I'm, I'm not going to open my mouth unless I have all the facts in front of me. If I know that you're wrong and I'm watching you do something wrong... And I'm going to go, hey, you know, the, if you keep jumping up and down, that vase is going to fall over and break. And you're going to argue with me? I'm not backing down. You're going to stop jumping up and down. Or you're going to move the vase. Or we're going to come, we're going to, we're going to fix it. But I'm not going to back down. You know, it's when I'm not totally sure of why I'm angry is when I go run around in circles. And that's when I have to figure out 
okay, I opened my mouth too quickly, I didn't have all my ducks in a row, I didn't have all my facts straight, so now I'm going to go run around for half an hour, get my facts straight, come back to the debate, and we're going to fix it. All right, so you'd say that you're not one to just chill out and go, well, let's see if the vase falls. Like, I think it'll fall. I think it's a given. No, I'm not going to chill out and watch the vase fall, no. But what if it doesn't? It doesn't matter. It's, it's precaution. You're pretty yeah, clear. Yeah. We don't want the vase to break. You know, It's right. not about it falling. It's about destroying something that of value or sentimental or right. monetary. That vase doesn't belong to me. Okay. So you're going to respect I'm going to respect that, that vase. Right? You're going to respect that I'm respecting the vase. Are we really going to move the vase or you're going to stop jumping? When something, one of those two events has to happen. All right. Period. Right. <laughs> yeah. What I hear more is like it's not so much the vase... Like you said, it's not your vase, so right. you're respecting the person whose right. vase it belongs to. Right. I'm not going to risk it with someone. Right. right. And why should you do that? Break the vase, and then be responsible for something. When I'm trying, you know, like that, that's where the anger comes in. To most people, like, hey, I'm really trying to help you out. So why are we fighting? I'm not going to back down. You know, I'll be mad. You can be mad, but you're stopping, or the vase is moving, or you're going, or, or I'm taking it with me. But we're not going to do this. <laughs> All right. So now, if you blow that scenario up, okay, and you look at countries, you know, if we think of a country as an entity, okay, right, right. it seems like there's an element of that stance. Let's say, like for instance, with Russia, right, right, right now, right. like he feels very justified, Putin, sure he's doing, right, yeah. just yeah. like this is a. Yeah. This is right. It, well, he feels right because now there's a, a different factor in it. Now there's monetary. You owe me money, so you can't go till you pay me. And that's so you're you know it's like when you when you borrow money from the bank and you don't pay them back, they take your stuff. Unless you own the bank. <laughs> Unless you own the bank, right? Right. And so since they don't own Russia. <laughs> They're kind of stuck, you know. And that's what you think that invasion's all about? Sure, yeah. You owe me money. Yeah, he's a capitalist, you know. I mean, you know, anybody who goes from the KGB to a billionaire overnight, you know. (laughs) You know. He's a thug. (laughs) Why are you borrowing money from thugs? I don't know. I wouldn't borrow money from Putin and his guys. I'd be like, ah, I'll go figure it out. Maybe I'll go to Sweden or something, you know. (laughs) You know, these countries have to realize that. Who do you want to mess with, you know? Do you want to borrow money from China? Or do you want to borrow money from the Venezuela? You know, they don't have an army. Go borrow money from those guys. They got cash. You know, pick and choose your medicine. You know, you you know. I know they're close, but you try and get it done. Something they didn't have to mess with them. If you didn't like their if you didn't like their politics, you shouldn't hang out. You know, the border is like a fence. I have a neighbor across the street that I don't like. We don't talk. I seen him today. You know. I notice he has a Mercedes that has hubcaps that look like the hubcaps that used to be on my Mercedes, you know. That I go over there to approach him? No, because he was on his side of the fence. Now, once his Mercedes gets on my side of the fence... <laughs> then he just crashed the fence. <laughs> well, then I may take his hubcaps back, you know, my hubcaps back, you know. <laughs> but, so, you think that this guy really acquired your hubcaps? That that's a real possibility? You know, it, it doesn't look like a real possibility. But until I'm 100% for sure positive, and it's so funny, right an hour before you got here, I heard this car start up. I didn't even know he had a Mercedes. You know, I have an old 1978 diesel Mercedes that we're all used to, you know, growing up with his cars, and they're yeah. classic cars. But I didn't know is the hubcaps were 100 bucks a piece still. And I left them on my car sitting there, you know, looking abandoned, but it runs perfectly. I start it up every day. I don't really drive it. And came up there one day, and the hubcaps were gone. This was about a year ago. This morning, I'm up there walking the dog, and I hear a similar sound fire up, and I'm like, wow, that sounds like an old 
diesel Mercedes, and this thing backs up, and it's a little darker blue color than mine, but he's got, like, light blue hubcaps on that familiar, familiarly close to the color of my Mercedes that I have right now. So I thought to myself, I should walk over there and take <laughs> And then I was like, no, he's on his side of the fence. Let me think about this, you know, and I have an appointment, you know, with my brother Greg, and I don't want to be all riled up with <laughs> kids here fighting in the street with his feet. <laughs> You know, just like, what is Toast doing? <laughs> you want to talk about anger? <laughs> you know, so I didn't want to run around the lake and get all sweaty before I got here, so I just went, oh, okay, so I blew it off. So, you know, I'll go talk to him later. <laughs> so you're saying when his Mercedes out on the street, it's fair game? Yeah, well, I never knew he had one until just now. I just, I mean, we've been, we've lived here 12 years. I know there's a bunch of junk cars back there, and I didn't know, and I haven't really paid that much attention because that's his yard, you know. You know, like, like I don't go snooping over my neighbor's fences right. and look at what they have, you know. And yeah, I just heard a familiar sound, and I just happened to look over there, and I walked across the street, and there was this blue Mercedes backing down this little dirt road and making a U-turn and parking behind another tree. He moved it from one tree to another, and I'm like, wow. As I'm looking at the hubcaps, I'm like, those look eerily familiar, and I was like. Without further, without closer inspection, I can't be 100% sure, but now I will be keeping an eye on that, him and that car. It's like we've had words before in the past, and, and he kind of scooted. Once he saw me looking between the trees, he kind of scooted and got into another car and moved it out into the street instead of putting that car in the street. So we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not uh, angry about it because it's like, whatever. I, you know, my point is, you know, if he thought the car was abandoned, you could have knocked on my door and asked me for my hubcaps. And I would have said no, you know, <laughs> but uh, because the car runs perfectly fine. Right. You know, but him just feeling that he could just have help himself to my stuff. You well, know, yeah, that's wrong. It's wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> but you got to be, like you say, like, how can you be sure that... Well, I know... Yeah, how can you be sure? Well, first thing, the, the hubcaps are color-coded, and his Mercedes is a little darker than mine. So if the hubcaps are a little lighter than his car, then they're not his hubcaps. Now, there's still room for doubt there. There's always a little room for doubt, but you know what? If they're light, if they're dolphin blue hubcaps and a dark blue Mercedes, I'm taking the hubcaps back. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be coming knocking on your door, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he knocks on the door, I'm like, hey, well, no, well, you didn't, thank you for now locking on my door and asking me for my hubcaps, which you can't have. He's going to say he got them from. I don't care. Phil's wrecking yard. You know, and here's 200 bucks. <laughs> I'll get him again. He'll get him again. <laughs> Tell Phil I said thanks. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? That's why know. I'm going to think about it before it actually right. happens. Right now, we're just, it's in discussion mode, you right, know. Right. And thanks for airing this out over the internet. Yeah, I, I, I hope, you hope you're watching, neighbor, because I'm coming from my hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for the car. <laughs> So, you know, I don't want to be a thug like Putin or anybody, but, you know, those are mine. <laughs> so I'm imagining something went down in the past that gives you, like, a pretty clear character perspective of this guy. Like, Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. there's some history. Oh, there. yeah. There's history. Yeah. you know. Like you said, you guys aren't talking. You no, we're not talking. Guy. He has called the police on my cousin, who's a harmless person, for sitting in his car, uh, talking on the phone. 
and it was kind of late at night, like at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and instead of coming going, hey, you're talking kind of loud, we're trying to sleep over here, whatever, which I don't know, our houses are over 100 yards apart, but instead of respecting the, I call the neighbor code, everybody else in the neighborhood, we have exchanged numbers, and if there's a problem, we knock on each other's door before we involve outside personnel, especially the sheriff's department. You know, during with my history and past, you know, really, the sheriffs don't really like me and I don't like them, even though I am not a convicted felon, nor am I <laughs> will, ever will be. <laughs> it was a good fight. Yeah, arrested but never convicted, okay? <laughs> yeah, I've gotten off on every charge, you know, so just to make that square. Yeah, we do have runs with the police, but the judges are always saying, okay, Mr. Jackson, don't don't do that again. You know, <laughs> but the cops don't like that. You know they want to be they want to be judge, jury, and everybody, and they and they can't. So me so me and the local sheriffs have a little thing. Every time I get out of trouble, they come by and like, whoa, Mr. Jackson, whatever. <laughs> you got out quick that time. We say, hey, well, whatever. You know, I have some, I pull some strings. I get a court date the next day. I plead my case. The judge says, go away, and I go away. That's it. So you have no case. Leave me alone. So he involved the police, and I didn't appreciate that. And so I was out there with talking with the sheriffs, and then he come up with uh, my cousin threatened him, and I was like, my cousin's a country boy from Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, he's he's doesn't even you know, <laughs> yeah, he's he's not he's not me. You know, if it was, I told the cops if it was me out there, and he come knocking on my window, tell me to be quiet. But I told him to shut the fuck up and get out of my yard. You know, go back in your house. Well, my cousin was like, oh my god, oh my god, he's all panicking. The cops show up, but he doesn't know what to do. His ID's in the house, so he calls me. So I bring the wallet out. So now I'm involved. You know, the cops are asking me what I'm doing here, and I'm like, I'm bringing his ID out. He lives with me. What are you doing here? Well, we were called here. I was like, I didn't call you. <laughs> so now I'm in, me and the sheriffs are going around and around, and all of a sudden, out of the darkness, this kid comes creeping up. Well, he threatened me. The cops look at me like, I don't even talk to this guy. Don't even look my way. And him, no, no fucking way. Well, it was, it was the other guy with the glasses that threatened me. I was like, you're a fucking liar. So now we're midnight in the street. Yeah, some words. Yeah, but some words. And the cops are like, everybody go back to your respective yards, you know. <laughs> so that anger management thing really worked. No, didn't. <laughs> That's tax money. Real it was, the park's closed after dark, so I can't run around the lake. <laughs> And if they see you running around the neighborhood, they call the cops. Exactly. Midnight, I just kind of was kind of stuck. Damn. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't like being called at midnight. You know, right. to come out of the house. You know, right. and and I, but I couldn't leave my cousin out there with no ID. They would have picked him up and arrested him. So I had to do what I had to do. And then I didn't appreciate the kid coming across the street and telling, Start telling the police that, yeah, that, yeah, that I threatened somebody. He's like, you know, I, I don't threaten anybody. If I'm going to hit you, I'm going to hit you. you know? <laughs> I'm not even going to warn you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, if you're gonna fight, fight. There's no rules. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Well, are, you, fight. are you angry now? No, I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna get angry. I'm just gonna hit you. I'm not gonna threaten you. You know. So, <laughs> so as soon as he said I threatened him, or my cousin threatened him, I was like, boy, I called bullshit. And then, you know, of course, cops are like, who they called and you didn't. I said, well, we don't involve the police. I don't need you to resolve this problem. Like I have everybody's number in the neighborhood except for his. And so I really you know, and that's his choice and, and my choice and not to be, you know, neighborly. And right. I, I, I I'm cool with that. I stay off his side of the street and obviously he doesn't want to stay off my side of the street. <laughs> so So I'd say like that one phone call is gonna cost him his hubcaps. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, this was after the hubcap thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you, well, the hubcaps had been missing. Yeah. But did you think he was a suspect? No, I didn't. Oh, no, it was until just about an hour ago, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. As I was walking the dog and prepared for this interview, <laughs> I saw a Mercedes in his yard. <laughs> and now you want to talk about anger, and I'm like, and I had no idea you were going to discuss I didn't this. either. Exactly, right. right. So now I'm looking at this car, like, hmm, I'm going. And even right now, I'm thinking, see, there's great leaves. <laughs> I'm not going to hit him. I'm going you know, to walk over there and knock on his door. And, you know, hey, Maybe we should videotape. You want to? We can walk over there and look at the car right now. I may be wrong. Knock on the door and sure. say, hey, where'd you get those hubcaps? No problem. Because Why do that? Because if they're dark blue hubcaps and I'm wrong, I'll walk away. <laughs> All right. You want to do that? Sure. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Hey, here we go. Now, this isn't stage, people. This no, is no, real no. life. Trust me. <laughs> no idea. All right, so I'm going to just be the silent cameraman sure, here no now. No problem. Yeah. So here's uh, the suspect Mercedes with still missing hubcaps. 1978, 300 diesel. You see uh, no hubcaps. And the color is color-coded to the hubcaps. The one I saw earlier today was a little darker. So if the hubcaps are dark, then I'm totally wrong, and they're not my hubcaps, and I apologize. <laughs> if they are the dolphin blue hubcaps, I'm going to knock on the door and ask him where he got the hubcaps from, because that's here's the car. Proof, like, and there's his house behind those trees. So let's walk across the street and uh, uh, see. Check see, it out. Yeah, check it out. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, I just discovered. So here earlier. He's not here. His car was here. There's the Mercedes there. See it? See how this is a darker blue? Yep. Yeah. I had not seen that car here before. We've all lived here for many years. So at this point, we're trespassing. Because <laughs> I don't know these people. So right now he could shoot us, right? Sure, he could. Oh, he got a couple of So maybe he collects Mercedes. And they look silver. Hello, hello. How you guys doing? You're right. I live across the street. No! Oh, hi. <laughs> Curious, I had my hubcap stolen a while back. I know she have a couple of Mercedes. Do you? I don't think those came with the hubcap. Okay. You know what? Let me get my son. That's they cool. just bought this as a parts car. Yeah, I didn't even know you guys had Mercedes back here, and I was wondering if you had some light blue ones. Or... That's what they bought. Okay, no. Are those yours? No, nope, those aren't mine. Yeah. I didn't even know you guys had Mercedes Benz back here. I just saw it like about an hour ago. Yeah. Cool. It's been in the front. I have not seen it. Yeah. Well, those definitely aren't my hubcaps. No. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> yes, but I'm thinking if he can, um, if he can find some for me, yeah, cool. he has some connections. There you go, they might be. No, he was in a black car earlier. I've seen him. Are you guys here? No, they took off, they took off in the no Toyota. Well, what when, uh, when he comes home, I'm right there on the corner, as you know. Yeah, if he has any connections, I would love to. You know what? Podcasts. I'm gonna tell you, I know my son, and he's not gonna go over there. Okay. So, if you know he's here, come over here and ask him. No problem. Because um, they've been looking for parts for this, okay. and and he, you don't 
know, he might know some people. We just, I got a Jaguar under that cover there. Nice. We just found a, a graveyard for Jaguars in uh, Scotts Valley. Nice. Yeah, so nice. I'm really excited about that. Okay, we'll let you get back to your day. Thank you okay. very much. Welcome. Bye-bye. There you go, folks, and that's how you solve problems. You walk across the street, <laughs> like you said, he's not coming to my house. <laughs> yes, see, I have no problem walking into his yard. Can't run no camera. So, problem averted, so now we can relax. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the Enjoy day. Enjoy the rest of the day. <laughs> so, they were a darker blue. No, yeah, one was just silver and the front ones were darker blue. They were not my numbers. But that's actually a good thing because, you know, I really don't want my neighbors still in front of me. I don't want them to choose. And as you, as you can tell, the neighbors know me. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a picture. Now they might sue me because I didn't get permission to put them on the camera. No, no, no. no we're good. Don't get all the 30 people who will watch us. <laughs> All right. So, I just see people on stage. Uh, and, and really, yeah, we're good. That's, uh, that's how I solve problems. You know, I go in there head first, calm and rational, like if if you weren't here, I would have run around the lake a couple of times <laughs> to get to the stage and then walked over there. Because people, people can receive your energy. She knew it was non-threatening. So she was like, oh, hi, you know, I mean, hey, I'm missing some hubcaps. You know, <laughs> you heard the God, you saw it, you know. And so, oh, no, you could, these aren't, are these yours? And if they were, she would have given them to me, trust me. <laughs> and like you said, her son's not coming over here. Right. Yeah, he's he's totally afraid of me. He thinks I'm going to kill him or beat him to a pulp. And it's like, I won't because I can, you know. He's a little scrawny kid, you know. I, I know he doesn't have any skills or anything. He just sits back there with, with his girlfriend, you know. And uh, But if they were my hubcaps, he would have lost them a second ago. But, you know, they're not. Now to the next thing. Problem, right. problem averted. And right. it's a beautiful day. Now, do you think it's possible <clears throat> that you guys can find a place to be neighborly, like a friendship. You know what? I can't. Have you seen his mother? She's nice. nice. His right? friends, yeah. the, her, 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 her boyfriend. Everybody, it's just that one little thing. And because of him, his girlfriend, so out of this whole entire Don Castro, Kelly Hill neighborhood and the surrounding neighborhoods, if I don't have a neighborly uh, relationship with that one person or those two people, I'm pretty cool. That's what 99.9% right. um, uh, that are that are being humane and and and, 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 and compassionate and neighborly and loving and caring and then I, I can live with that. You know, the world the world isn't perfect, so I'm not gonna lose any sleep because he's too afraid or immature or doesn't want a man ever knock on my door and say, hey, you know. Just hang out. Run around the lake. <laughs> Get some of the sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I said I have no problem approaching at my age now. It's just you can sit here and stew on it in the bedroom, or you know, I can sit here and go, that, that motherfucking neighbor. I know he stole my fucking hubcaps, but that's not how it went. We discussed right. it. We talked about it. We did a verbal run around the lake. We walked over there. We figured out that they weren't my hubcaps, and the problem is solved. So I can 
when he comes home, I'll be... <laughs> we're good. That's it. Yeah, we're good. One for peace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll walk across over there and ask him if we can find some hubcaps. You know, he'll be, he'll be shaking. I mean, but I will definitely approach him because his mom gave me permission to do that. And but so, if he flips out, goes, yeah, you can take these. No, I want the ones. <laughs> I don't want those. I don't want to be Putin. You know, I don't want to be. I'm not the thug. I want these I want and the, the color. No, I just want these. I want the ones that match my dolphin. That's a that's a rare color. Yeah. That dolphin blue. So that's what I'm saying. It's, whoever has those hubcaps is kind of stuck because there's not too many dolphin blue. Is that the original color? That's the original color. Yeah, it was my father-in-law's, and it was dead. And so I keep it alive because he's getting old. He's like 86. So I'm trying to keep it around until he passes. It's because it's a kind of sentimental piece. You know, even all the neighbors are like, we can do it in a little car. And I'm like, it runs. He's mine runs. His looked in pretty bad shape. But yeah, my, they were up on jacks. Yeah. <laughs> and jacked up. Jacked up. <laughs> mine starts up and runs down. I can take it to the gym at least twice a week, you know. Yeah, it runs. You know, not fast. That smokes a little bit, but... Fires up every time, all faithful. So it's good. It's a good car. That's why I want to make sure she's all fully, fully clothed, as, we, as they say in the street. Her shoes are missing. Yeah. She's running around barefoot. Yeah. yeah kind of depressing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So doesn't become a Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, appreciation of Mercedes. Yeah. Your first car was a Mercedes diesel. Yeah. Well, ninety. I, I, no, it's a sixty-one. I mean, one ninety model. Oh yeah. The yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a one ninety D. Yeah. yeah. I remember that car with the, with the three, three, the, the three in the tree. <laughs> the tree. <laughs> Classic car. Yeah, yeah, I remember those days. Well. Did a one eighty with it on uh, that big curve going up to the Highlands. You know, yeah, as you pass yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. About six people in it. Yep. Good times. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the time you saw the turn and you decided not to turn and drove off into oh, a tree. Oh yeah, the Pinto dive. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, all the way down to the creek. Yeah. Yeah, I won't talk about that either. There's a lot of things we probably won't talk about. No, I, you know, anger, yeah, anger's good. Yeah. Things when I was 16 under the influence, nah, because yeah. my kids are probably going to watch this. Even though they've heard the stories, I don't think they want to be embarrassed by the story. <laughs> yeah, a lot of recording. Yeah, exactly. Telling me dad personally is one thing. Telling my friends in the world, nah, yeah. come on, keep that to yourself, right. bro. Right. <laughs> Actually, I got a really good message from him yesterday uh, from my son. And uh, it was like, uh, happy birthday, Dad. Actually, yesterday was my birthday. I'm 52. Thank you. And I made it. <laughs> Which, you know, if you knew the things that we are talking about, you would be impressed. <laughs> and it read that. Even though you're getting old, you're young at heart. And uh, stay young, stay strong, and stay happy. Love your son, Jordan. I know. And that was one of the greatest gifts I've probably ever received in life being recognized by your children as exactly, he saw exactly who I am. A young, vibrant, immature at times, you know, person, but uh, I'm his father. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he showed me love and respect. He was, yeah, to stay strong, Dad, and, and stay young. He, yeah, he wants me to, he, he's appreciated. When he was a little younger, at 13 or 14, he would be embarrassed by some of my antics. But at, go, he'll be 18 soon, and I'll go off to college, and now he's like, you know what, Dad? That's you. Where is he going to college? Oh, he's got a couple choices. So, I don't know, Sonoma State, Cal State, uh, so he's on sports medicine, and so uh, 
had a big four. Uh, my two boys in, in college, my two boys and my and my girls, two girls were in college. Actually, her oldest is probably going to UC Davis to get her PhD in agricultural economics. So we have four kids in school. That's why I keep the Mercedes also, because we can't afford to upgrade it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. All sentimental friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a father-in-law. Yeah. And I'm flat bro. And there's four kids in college. <laughs> It started out with, uh, I've had the Mercedes longer than the kids have been in school. So it started out as a preservation project, and that was just necessity. Preserving you. Yeah, that would save me $600 a month and a car payment plus insurance and stuff, because yeah. it's pretty cheap to keep that car, because you know, what, like 35, 30 bucks a month to insure it, because it's not worth anything. <laughs> yeah, they should extend Obamacare to cars, I think. You know what? They should. Yeah. yeah, they should. I bet you there's a lot of people who can't afford car insurance either. I'm sure there are. And if they can't afford car insurance, it only covers if they wreck somebody else's car. Their car isn't covered. So right. they get to a wreck and they're walking. Yeah. And I'm driving and you're out. And your insurance goes up and you're paying all this money to protect yourself from me, you know, whatever, or myself from you, however that goes. But I yeah. think it should be full coverage for those people who have cars because they actually need a car. Right, and unless you're out there, just unless you're out there drunk on a Saturday night and you're just running over shit, I think if you're in rush hour traffic and you wreck your car, you should be covered. Yeah, and they should they should upgrade you another vehicle so that you can get to work. Yeah, really, right, really. I'm I'm there with you. Yeah, yeah. because there's enough. I've been to junkyards and you see this guy had five cars. You saw how many cars? <laughs> Give up a car, bro. You know, it's like one yeah. little skinny kid. He's got six cars. You know, like come on. And they don't even run. <laughs> that was pretty fun. There's two Mercedes and a Jaguar across the street. Exactly. And it looked like an eviction notice on the door, but I didn't really like ah, it. You know, they're in dirt road, to, you know, pavement. You know, it's, it's gravel. It's, it's like we walk across the street, you're in the country, which is fine. You know, right. I love dirt road. Your brother has a dirt road right. in his right. house. And uh, there's a beautiful vineyard and house at the end of the street. Yeah. The pool, waterfall. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's like uh, something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been that deep before. <laughs> no, really, I don't know what's going on. Back since I had you and a camera, I figured, hey, just, just, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And she was actually very personal, and I appreciate her her kindness and openness. Yeah. And, and honesty, and let, let me know and the world know her son's not coming to knock on my door. That was that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like if anything's gonna happen here, it's gonna be from your and exactly it's gonna be from me. I'm gonna have to initiate it right. with him. So at least she understands that he's that way. Which makes me look at her differently. You yeah. know, that's why I took to her. Have a nice day. You know, and thank you for allowing me to walk into your property without. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I wonder if anyone watched this whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how long we've taken here, but uh, if you're ready to wrap it up, I'm good. You're good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate the time and the energy for coming out, and uh, hope you guys enjoy the discussion, and stay tuned for his next guest. I thought so, too.